You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. What Were You Thinking? is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADTHINK, S-A-D-T-H-I-N-K, and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books Enslaved by Ducks and Fall Weather, and this is a very special, not a pet show, episode of What Were You Thinking? Oh no, I can hear you saying, what could it be? It can't be another birding show already, but that's, that's what it is. Even though just two shows ago, I did a birding show, uh, we're doing one again, but think of this as a bonus show. Because uh, next week, I am hoping to interview a pet sitter on the continent of Australia. This will be the first international episode of What Were You Thinking? So That's going to be a lot more interesting than this show. It is, and that's book character Bill Holm that you're hearing. About it. Thank you, Bob. I didn't think you were going to let me talk throughout the entire podcast. That was my hope, but since you've already spoiled that hope... I think it was precisely one year ago today, give or take a few days, weeks, or months, book character Bill Holm and I did the Quest for Crossbill show. This was about our trip to Chelsea, Michigan to see the White Wing Crossbill. You remember that show, Bill? I do remember the show. That was probably about what this show is going to be like. Yeah, well, I'll I'll be thrilled if it'll rise to the level of that show but what's interesting about the quest for crossbill show is that my producer actually said he liked it he did yeah he did so did he, he say it specifically why he liked it no he or just, was he just kidding oh i hadn't thought of that i, I i'll have to look back at his email to see if there's any emoticons <laughs> i didn't <laughs> notice that but here we are today this is january 19th I don't know. 2010, and we are at Muskegon Wastewater System, and we are looking for birds. And, Bill, you and I did... My phone is ringing. Just a minute. (laughs) That was... If you heard the phone, uh, that was uh, Linda calling to say that the reason that there was an unusual smell in the house this morning (laughs) was because it was our propane furnace coming on rather than our geothermal heat pump because because the furnace filter was completely blocked and we needed a new furnace filter. How long has it been since you replaced that filter? So a year ago today, (laughs) we did the Quest for Crossbill show, and uh, we're at Muskegon Wastewater, and... um, we're going to Muskegon Wastewater. I'm, I'm going to uh, 
read you a brief description of it in A Birder's Guide to Michigan by Alan T. Chartier and Jerry Ziarno. It says, uh, The huge Muskegon County Wastewater Management System, referred to by birders as the Muskegon Wastewater System, includes 11,000 acres of aeration, settling, and spraying areas and is one of the best birding areas in the state. And that'd be the state of Michigan. As with any wastewater treatment area, the olfactory sense is assaulted immediately upon arrival. I'll say. And here I thought that was Bill. <laughs> that was the smell you brought from your house. <laughs> so, um, in Michigan, I think I already said that that's a good, yeah, that's, good birding place. So there's some. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. And also because what's historic is that uh, there's a chapter in my book, Foul Weather, called Muskegon Wastewater, and it's about a trip to Muskegon Wastewater by book character Bill Holm and me. Isn't that something? Kind of makes your head spin. <laughs> wow. What is reality and what is art? So when... Perhaps um, art creates reality. Yes. <laughs> when, when Bill and I went to Chelsea last year, a new piece of technology we were testing was the um, my new GPS system to try and give us to my friend Dave's yard where we could see the crossbills and what is this huge bird coming that is an absolutely huge bird uh i'm going to pause a minute we're seeing our first bird a tundra swan holy cow wow that Um, was beautiful yeah i think it was a tundra swan it was white it was a white swan that thing was that was one big bird it it was it just came out of nowhere yeah it it flew (laughs) it flew out of nowhere (laughs) it did so um It flew with, like, gee, within, like, 30 feet. It did. And that's the kind of things you see at Muskegon Wastewater Treatment System. Yeah, that's why we're here. Yes. So We've been rewarded already. We have. So what we're going to do, um, I don't see how we're going to make this into a whole show. (laughs) (laughs) How long are these normally? 15 minutes. We can't even, no, they're they're a half hour. A half hour? Yeah. So pick it up later, maybe? Yeah. Or is this going to be part of your next show, perhaps at the end? No, what we're going to do now, Bill and I just turned into Muskegon Wastewater and into idiots. And, oh, what I was saying is this time, I just remember my train of thought before Linda phoned about the furnace filter. (laughs) (laughs) And that was that on our last trip to Chelsea, we tried out my GPS system, Gypsy, which is not the brand name. It's my pet name. Nope. And uh, this time I'm trying a new piece of technology, and it's my uh, I have my iPod Touch with me that Linda gave me for Christmas, and there's some birding software in it called iBird Pro. It's a complete field guide in an iPod app. That's incredible. It's incredible. And so I'm going to see if that's any kind of replacement. Bill has a traditional field guide, printed. Printed. I have one too. But what so- is wrong with a book? <laughs> you can hold it. You can turn the page. You can you can look at it. It's these darn kids today. I don't understand it at I all. Don't, I don't understand it either. So, um, and also, uh, Bill had a GPS. He he has mm-hmm. a new one, mm-hmm. and that guided us here. And uh, I've noticed some personality differences between his GPS and mine. How, My, how how would you describe yours? Mine is a Harridan. Yes. Yes, it um it really it, it just especially if you get off the course that it wants you to take. Yeah, Gypsy Gypsy generally gives me a 2 mile notice before I have to turn. 
But Deneen only gives Bill a one mile. <laughs> not the name is not Deneen. <laughs> gives Bill a one mile notice, and then she's quite angry if um, we don't turn bleft or dright right <laughs> when she tells us to <laughs> turn dright. Yeah, she says. Yeah, and um, oh, here's a couple of other really huge birds. Are they I, the same thing? I think so. Should we get our our binoculars? <laughs> yeah, let's do that since we're birding. <laughs> Well, that was a that was exciting. We just saw. It. Was that two or three? <laughs> I have trouble. That was two. I have trouble telling two. two from three. I'm never going to be a good bird counter. <laughs> we just saw two more tundra swans fly over, and we're only just at the entrance of uh, Muskegon Waste. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't that a hawk up on that uh, phone line over yeah, there? Yeah, it is. Okay, we're going to lift the binoculars and see what that is. I hope I hope this is interesting. You. <laughs> See, I'm hope I'm hoping for a red shoulder hawk. I haven't seen a red shoulder hawk before. And somebody on the birding group said this is the year of the red shoulder hawk. Any comments on that, Bill? I think that's a lie. Not that I really I don't I don't know if I should start going after the birders. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to try and pick up the pace a little bit. <laughs> so well, it's hard to talk. It's hard to to think and look at a beautiful bird like this at the same time. It's hard to even just sit in a car and have my heart beating and breathe and talk at the same time. So uh, what I'm going to do next is um, we're going to go to the administration building at the Muskegon Wastewater, and uh, I have to get my permit because uh, you need a permit. You can't just drive into Muskegon Wastewater. You have to have a permit. What are we going to do? We're going to get a permit? I'm going to get a permit. I have to get a permit for the next year. In case I want to come, do here I have again. to get a permit? You probably need a day permit, so we're going to do that. I and don't then, like um, to have my name on anything, and we're not going to make you come in and do that, especially since if I bring a recording device <laughs> into a government <laughs> building, I'm probably in big trouble. So um, we'll be back, maybe. Yeah, with this, we, we may exciting our next show podcast might be from Gitmo. <laughs> okay, bye bye. What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. There's a movement afoot. ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code THINKING, T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash what, W-H-A-T, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. 
So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code WHAT, W-H-A-T, and save 10% on orders of $65 or more, plus free shipping at Petco.com. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Ow! In my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hey, so uh, I just uh, got my permit renewed, and uh, we're here in the um, pond system, I guess you call it, the, the treatment ponds. Bill, would you like to describe what we're seeing? Well, these are secondary treatment ponds, I believe. Maybe tertiary um, treatment uh, that goes on here, where the little microbes uh, do the sort of the fi- one of the final cleansings of, of the wastewater, the just the huge amount of wastewater that that comes in here. And and today, as we look out over these vast ponds, they are frozen solid, <laughs> and uh, it really. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bob, but. Um, these aren't the best bird watching conditions, are they? I don't especially think, for water birds. No, I don't think we're going to be seeing a lot of ducks today. Um, I did see somebody um, so desperate for flowing water that I saw a gentleman stop his car by a stream. There was clearly nothing there, and uh, he got out of his car, and um, I, I couldn't see anything. My guess was that maybe he saw winter wren. <laughs> so. And if you're a birder, you're going to be slapping your thighs right now at that <laughs> That is one of the funniest <laughs> jokes I've heard all day. So, um, and I see some people looking rather despondent walking down. The, these are large cement ponds, like mm-hmm. uh, Ellie Mae Clampett would have loved to have had in her backyard. But one of them is about three square miles. This one on our left. Is it really three square miles? Yeah, well, this one must that. be two. Uh, and I wanted to go down the center dike road. But it looks like they've plowed some snow to create a barrier so we can't go down there. So and perhaps slide off into one of the ponds. Yeah, so it may be we can't go anywhere. We yes, may there, there are berms. There are berms between these giant ponds that you can drive on normally. Oh, there's some flowing but, water over there. Yeah, that's the uh, that's where, where the bubbler stage goes. And that might have been... That's a more final... Hump. That might have been what assaulted my olfactory sense when I got here. <laughs> So we're going to, uh, so anyway, we got our permit. and We are uh, here legally. Uh, I was uh, actually treated pretty well. I got my permit, but she didn't seem to want to give Bill one, did she? 
No, she did not. That concerns me a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I might be being set up. Yeah. Bill was just brushed off. Well, that's because uh, she probably heard, she as a government official, that you're going to Cuba soon. I, I, I am not at liberty to discuss that at this time. Okay. I am not neither confirming nor denying that I am going to any foreign country. Okay. So now uh, we're uh, going to set off. At the off. end of February into early March across the uh, one of these berm roads and on a humanitarian uh, mission for that will probably make me look pretty good so we're going to turn right or right and then bluffed and we're going to see if we can uh, find any birds here okay and we'll let you know uh, there's always the landfill down there we might see some gulls I still want to see me that glaucus gull glaucus gull yeah okay so here we go well, we've been here how long, Bill, Muskegon Wastewater? No, we've been here a good seven minutes, I seven think. Seven minutes, and I think that's I think we're gonna call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> we've jammed crammed a lot of bird watching into a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Now if I were a real birder, I would uh, drive back by the landfill and spend hours looking at gulls trying to find the because there's just uh thousands, wouldn't you say thousands of gulls over that land? Literally. Landfill? Literally thousands. Not figuratively, but literally. And I would go there looking for a glaucous gull or an Icelandic dull gull, the dull gull. <laughs> if I were a gull, <laughs> I'd a be the dull couple of those right here. <laughs> but um, I think we're going to head for the um, Muskegon Channel, whatever that might be. <laughs> I, <think it's laughs> I, I don't know if we're going to get there. <laughs> I think it's on... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you tune in the Muskegon Channel. But uh, we're going there and we're going to be looking for some... Um, what exactly are we looking for? We're looking for a western grebe. <laughs> Fat chance. A white-winged scoter. <laughs> and uh, who knows what else. But I have to say it's a beautiful day here. Until you've experienced the uh, wastewater, Muskegon wastewater and <laughs> blinding sunshine, I'd say you don't know what beauty is. And without getting too personal, uh, we found a porta potty here, which I just made use of. And I was telling Bill that this is probably the one porta potty in the country that never needs to be emptied, <laughs> since it's at Muskegon Wastewater. Haha. <laughs> so yeah, it took me a second to get it too. Okay, so Bill, you got. But once I did, I laughed. So Bill's going to program Deneen. It to, is not named Deneen. To uh, take us to the channel, and uh, we will um, continue this exciting uh, birding experience because I haven't really put uh, iBird Pro to the test yet. I've looked up two birds and you know it's not enough to really say if it works or not. So I'm going to jump out of the car for a second in case we ever put this uh, podcast up on the site. I should have a couple pictures of the splendor that is Muskegon Wastewater. Hi this is Bob back in the studio. Well actually back in the upstairs bedroom staring out the window but at any rate, don't go away. There is actually an interesting conclusion to Bob and Bill's quest for birds. So we're going to take a break for a brief word from our sponsor and then more of the winter birding expedition. What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. 
Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code THINKING at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com and use the code word T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G. Hello? Danica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know? Racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sAuction.com Hey, aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code WHAT10, W-H-A-T, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. If you ask the question, what do I want, what do I need, I'll take a back shot, I really should mention. I need time, I need love, I crave attention. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Aquariums and pond keeping are among the most popular of all hobbies in the United States and throughout the world. In fact, fish are probably the most numerous pet in people's homes and in their businesses. In Aquarium Mania, we'll learn more about the secret and not-so-secret life of fish and other inhabitants, the basics of good aquarium keeping, the complexities of the aquarium industry, and the science and art that surround this fascinating hobby. I'm your host, Roy Anong, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. Aquarium Mania. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Oh, in my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hi, this is Bob Tart, welcoming you back to What Were You Thinking? And let's get back to... Bob and Bill on the road looking for winter birds. Turn right. What was that again? I think she'll tell you again. She'll tell you and she'll tell you and she'll tell you. Until you just can't take it anymore. Well, maybe I'm not being fair. Okay, so we are on the corner of 
Apple and South Maple Island and we are headed for the uh, Muskegon Channel is that what it's called? It well, it's, it's a state park, it's a but state it, it has a uh, pier probably with a mm -hmm. lighthouse. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so I believe we're supposed to turn here, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. The one time you want her to talk, she doesn't. Talk. She doesn't talk. So, Bill, what was the point you were going to make? Continued six point eight miles. Okay. Um. Well. In retrospect, um, we may not have thought this trip through very well. I mean, it's 28 degrees. We're going to a place that its main attraction is water birds, not icebergs. And you'd think that we'd put two and two together and think that, well, these ponds are contained. When it's cold, been cold like this for weeks, it's likely they're frozen and there will not be one single bird there. So where are we going? We're headed for more water now. That's right. But I believe but this is flowing water. It's open water. There should be no problem in spotting those scoters and... Uh, Greaves. The western grebe. And I'm hoping somebody saw a few days ago, uh, I've never seen a long-tailed duck before. They saw not one long-tailed duck. Not two long-tailed ducks. How many long-tailed ducks? They didn't even see 10 long-tailed ducks. You know how many they reported? Uh, 5,400. Who, who reported this? <laughs> uh, one, of, one of the birders. One of the birders. You can report it. This is a it. typical birder. Uh, yeah, let, let's do 5,500. Okay, we'll look for those two. So, yeah. Okay, so that's where we're headed right now. Well, Bob, this looks like the end of the road. It is the end of the road. We have arrived at uh, Muskegon State Park after um, some little problems with the GPS. The GPS took us in a big circle and then laughed. But we did drive past the Bayer Crop Science Facility. That's B-A-Y-E-R, the Bayer Crop Science Facility. And I made a good remark. Yeah, what was it, Bob? Sprinkle some on your crops and call me in the morning. <laughs> anyway, here we are. I declared it at the time the best joke of the day. It is. It was. But maybe there's a better joke and it's on us. Oh, excellent. Because we are um, trying to get to the break wall where so we can get to the channel to see all these uh, scoters and... 5,400 long-tailed ducks. Hmm. But what's happened here, Bill? Well, we're right on Lake Michigan. I mean, and this is, we're on Scenic Drive, which, and there's this one narrow road that goes out to the breakwater where you can probably go out there in normal weather and walk. But the closer we got, the worse the driving got, and now we can't go any further. No. And uh, so we're stuck. This is the end of it. We, we're not going to, we haven't seen one bird except a swan. Right. And uh, I saw a crow. It, yeah, a crow. And I saw is, I saw a guy looking for a winter wren. Does that count? <laughs> Today it does. This is the worst day of bird watching anyone has ever had. It just about is. Because everywhere we went, well, one place was frozen. This road is snowed over, so we can't go anywhere. It is the middle of winter. Mm -hmm. You'd thought we might have learned our lesson. Well, it's Muskegon, a state park. I thought they might plow it. Not in Michigan. Yeah. There are no more plows. There's no money. They sold them for scrap. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yep. And it, uh, that money is going to ex-Governor Engler's retirement fund. It is. Going directly into mm-hmm. it. So I guess this is a short podcast today, except that um, uh, maybe we'll learn a lesson from it. Then what, what's the lesson? Well, I guess the listeners will learn a lesson. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never again listen to one of them. <laughs> All right, well, if anything else happens, we'll check back. Well, we are on the road again, trying for another access to see the uh, birds, because we are living proof that cheaters never prosper, quitters never quit, and fools never learn. (laughs) So what happened was, uh, we were looking for a place to eat, and Bill decided to ask his GPS, Deneen. It's not Deneen. Uh, where there was a buffet in the area. And so uh, he called up the uh, little keyboard and typed in U.S. so that he could search the entire United States of America for a buffet. (laughs) Well, what happened was when he typed in U.S., a match came up, and what did it say, Bill? It said USS Silversides. And it just so happens that when I was looking on the um, Muskegon Nature Center website yesterday, the Scoter and uh, Grebe had, was seen close to the USS Silversides. So we point eight miles turn right. So we might not be done with this podcast yet. There may be more fun afoot. Well, here we are by the uh, we are by the uh, USS Silverstone in uh, Silversides. By the, isn't it, it's not named after Alicia Silverstone? No, it's not Alicia Silverstone. Oh, it's named after Raymond Burr. Yeah, well, it's it's named after his character, Martin Silversides, Uh who had uh, just one leg. He did. But he had a a nice silver sport coat that he wore. That's why they call him Silverspides. That's why they call him Silverspides. 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 So after, we, we had a delicious meal at the House of China in... Muskegon. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're famous in Muskegon for their yellow gravy. Yeah, which is young. authentic as well as delicious. And and what you can customize that egg foo young. You can? With brown gravy? With brown gravy. Yes, but you have to ask for the brown gravy. Everything comes with yellow gravy, including the coffee. But you have to if you want it if you want brown gravy, it's a special order. Yes, but the fried rice was two dollars and eighty two cents. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a number of uh, fine meals. And if you, uh, there was another thing you could get special there. There was? Mm-hmm. The way that they would cook your food for you. Oh, yes. You could, you could ask specifically to have your, your meal steamed. Even as we speak, I'm looking at a pair of spectacular birds, which I will tell you about in a moment. We thought, and we're secretly sort of hoping, that this was just going to be a complete fool's errand, Right. Well, that's what we were expecting based on precedent. Yeah, that uh, nothing would come of this. But uh, Bill's GPS, Deneen... It's l- not Deneen. It is unnamed. ...led us to the Muskegon Channel. And as I pointed out before, they don't have cable or satellite in Muskegon. They only have this one channel. <laughs> and so... When did uh, you point that out before? It may have been just a dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we pulled up uh, among the ice flows... Uh, and really, there are ice flows. This is like Uncle Tom's cabin. <laughs> it, it is. I I keep expecting the uh, perils of Pauline Star to uh, <laughs> appear on these and to go over a waterfall with Buster Keaton. Mm. So I immediately <clears throat> saw a pair of uh, 
red-breasted mergansers, which is a, a pretty good thing to see. Bill immediately saw some gulls. Oh, yeah. It, 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 they were difficult to spot. They're lined up on the railing that keeps us from driving into the channel. Parked right up against the railing, and it, it, there's this lineup of, of seagulls that are... Fighting. They're, they're, yes, they're, they're so, they, they aren't very happy with each other. Or with they're us. completely ignoring us, really. Well, they don't want us here. It, that's obvious, because no one really does. We saw a golden eye, and we saw some redheads. And so I got out of the car just because... I couldn't believe it. No, uh, my foot was falling asleep, because otherwise <laughs> there's nothing that would make me stir from the car on a winter's day, especially after having eaten... Shrimp vegetable, that was the name of my meal, <laughs> shrimp vegetable. And I was just kind of wanted to snooze it off. And uh, I still see those spectacular birds, Bill. And yeah, I got yeah. out of the car and uh, started walking around maybe, I bet I took three steps. You were probably, yeah, I think you were three steps from the car. So I turned and I tried to get Bill's attention uh, three steps from the car, but um, he couldn't see me that far, <laughs> wow. and I, I couldn't raise my voice. But finally I got to the car, and I said, I, I see the western grebe. And there were two of them. Yeah, there were. And uh, spectacular birds from Michigan. And um, Where are the western grebes usually found? They're, they're from the, um, uh, the grebish region um, out west. Oh. There's a grebish uh, western grebe uh, region. Um, uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you probably be more specific on that later. Yeah. Hi, uh, Studio Bob here, uh, interrupting Car Bob, uh, just to give you a little actual information on grebes so that uh, there's at least one fact in uh, this entire show. I'm looking at my uh, Peterson Field Guide to Birds, and it describes grebes as duck-like divers with flat, lobed toes, thin neck, tailless look. And uh, Western Grebe has a long dagger-like beak. It's a, uh, looks like a, kind of a slaty gray bird on top and white underneath, at least the, the neck. And uh, looks like, uh, it looks like most of the undersides are white and uh, distinctive red eye, but we were too far to see that. But uh, very, very beautiful, striking bird, kind of majestic the way they move. And I'm looking at the range map to find out exactly where those grebish uh, portions of the United States are. And it looks like uh, in the winter you would expect to find them on the west coast. Um, this map shows them all the way up from um, British Columbia, perhaps even into uh, Alaska, and uh, down through the um, Baja Peninsula. Uh, in the Pacific, and um, in the summer they come inland, it looks like as far as uh, North and South Dakota, but I don't see them anywhere east of the Mississippi. They remind me a little bit of a loon, tiny bit, but uh, anyway, uh, that's the western grebe, at least uh, as far as appearances go. So anyway, it's been a uh, surprising end of days, end of the day for us. <laughs> Careful. And we really didn't expect, um, I mean, how do our expeditions usually end? They usually end in... Disappointment. Disappointment, humiliation. Uh-huh. Recrimination. Recrimination, a lot of bickering as we uh -huh. drive back and forth. Blame. Uh-huh. Linda's not here to blame. <laughs> but uh, in, in this case, remarkably, we actually saw what we wanted. I do wonder, though, if when I get home, I'm going to look in our bird bath and I'm going to see a western grebe. <laughs>
So, that's how we got a good ending to the podcast. And I have to say that I faltered a little bit with the um, iPod software because I could not identify one of the birds I saw. I finally needed to get out uh, my Sibley's Guide to Birds and look at, just thumb through several pages of ducks before I'm embarrassed to say, before I identify. What was that? No, it was the female scop. Yeah. Because it had white in the front. There's those grebes again, showing off, just, you know, acting like they belong here. It didn't help that you were looking up redhead when you thought you were looking up scop. No, no. Um, And if if I didn't have that book, I could have just looked up brunette. There's something else Mm. flying in. I have to say that description of you paging through the book was especially interesting. Thank you. I think maybe that's the end of the podcast then. Thank you for joining us for another wonderful birding expedition podcast. Um, it turned out wonderful for me because uh, two new birds for this trip, the uh, tundra swan and, of course, the uh, western grebe. And um, if you think you could be a more interesting guest than Bill, <laughs> if you think you can entertain people more than this show, and I'm sure you can, email me at bob at petliferadio.com. Bob at PetLifeRadio.com because I think that uh, we're going to put the show on the air. No. I think we are. So thanks to Mark Winter, our producer, for uh, tearing his hair out and sitting through this. Yes, I especially want to thank him. I mean, this was a... Uh, More ducks. This wow. is a hot spot for ducks. It really is. This this did turn out to be some, some of my personal reflections on the day. It, did, it started out very badly and ended up well. Well, that's an amazing reflection. They don't get any deeper than that. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.